Maybe today's the day I break 80 Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading No OB and no bogeys I gotta keep it on the 80, it's the gold Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy So punch out the rough and tune to break 80 Break 80 This is a Break 80 Podcast Masters Thursday Wrap-Up Edition. Styled back. I'm finally here, um, back from Florida in Minnesota after spending a little bit of extra time there. Let's just say I'm excited to be here. Joined by the boys tonight, Short Side of Mike and the Traveler, Mr. Tim Corlett. What's up, fellas? Magenta Madness today. Magenta <laughs> Madness with Tiger. Good to have you back, Jeff, too. Taking some of the stress off me as the stand-in over here. I know. You know what? You guys did well. You held down the fort pretty well. Um, what can I say? Uh, I could not miss this week, though. This is the week that no matter where I was, I had to get on some somehow talk a little masters. But yeah, could, uh, agenda. I could retire into the background like Phil sitting on his couch in in sweatpants this week, hopefully with his green jacket on. For sure. Your thoughts on Tiger's open. Let's talk about that right off the bat. Tiger? The, the Tiger's outfit, Magenta. Did I get your juices flowing? Yeah, you know what? Well, it's a, it's it's the mock. I don't think anybody, I know you two are huge mock guys, and uh, Tim's a blade color fanatic, but the, can anybody else pull off the mock? I feel like uh, developed Brooks Kepka. Kepka. Yeah, Brooks Kepka did it a little bit. He looked a little thick in the midsection one time, but uh, a couple times. The earlier Brooks Kepka looked pretty good, I think, in the mock neck. He could have used the mock on a back nine today with that 41. Well, we got a tradition, unlike any other, um, just talking about the Masters. We're just going to do basically a, a round table of just throw whatever you got out there. Um, wrap up Thursday. I, I think uh, we got to start with where's Charlie Hoffman on the leaderboard? He should be here. Like, he should, he should be like they have the honorary starters that do the tee shot. He should be just honorary leaderboard. Let him go out there and play. Get He's there the on day guy. one or two and then fall apart. It should be there. That's the way it should be. He's the pace guy. Absolutely. Well, should we talk Tiger to get off the bat? What do you think? That's the story. That's the that story is, of the day. That is the story. What you got for us, Mike? Oh, well, let's see. 71. Should we just throw out a bunch of random stats here? Let's see. Tiger, 71 today. The... Uh, scoring average for the field was 73.83. Tiger, uh, his cur- his last 23 starts at Augusta, which is that all of his pro starts? I don't even know. Did he have two as an amateur? No, he, 90, no, he missed a couple of years. That's why it was hurt. 71.8 is his career round one scoring, which he beat today. Um, in 2000. 19 after round one he was t11 four strokes back today he's t10 four strokes back so the people people if you're listening get fired up here we go um you know we can all talk about this i i thought he was he didn't even have his a game on really he hit half the greens in regulation i think part of that was probably strategy staying below the hole in certain spots but 
he could probably hit, he putted great 27 putts, but he could hit it probably better. He hit 14 and 18 terrible drives into the woods left. And, but yeah, hell yeah. Tiger right in contention, right? Where he always is day one, right on even. Very timid play. Very, like you said, smart misses, timid misses on, okay. on a lot of those greens. Um, although he's always been known for aim at the big spot and try to work the ball in on shot shape, but just, you know, even I think a little bit less today was very cautious with where he was leaving his misses and then did, did bail out a couple times. Um, played the, uh, the par fives, a little like Zach Johnson today, a little like Zach Johnson, lots of, lots of layups into the par fives. I'm disappointed, I'm disappointed in the big cat for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was interested to see his strategy and I was telling, telling Mike earlier off, off air here that he, you know, even just taking a three wood off too, he went three wood, three wood, you know, it kind of told me that he's got a plan and he's going to plot his way today and he's going to, you know, rely on his short game and his putter. And so just seeing him do that kind of told me, you know, we might be in for a, a cruise control tiger. That's just going to try to get in at the house at even and see where he ends up at the end of the day. Two Tiger-related things for the listeners out there. Uh, one being the Masters app this year is wonderful. If it's not downloaded yet, I thought ESPN did a pretty good job with their broadcast here in the afternoon. But the Masters app can literally follow people shot by shot. And there isn't much commentating in the back, but you can pick any player. And the amount of cussing that you can hear in the background yeah. of those unedited videos of these shots is just amazing. Somebody, it's hot mic'd, it's the crowd, it's there's no bird noises either. So there's a conspiracy theory that there's no animals that live on Augusta. <laughs> They've got the ground screw of uh, of Caddyshack out there, just just picking them off. Um, so that's, that's, that's one. You can see every shot and there's so many cuss words behind some of Tiger shots from the fan base around him. Uh, <laughs> number, number two was probably the star of today uh, in Instagram culture. The gentleman with the, the slightly reddish beard uh, walking behind one of, one of Tiger shots into the woods with, kid you not, had to be at least 20, 20 cups. Um, and Ma- Mike has his st- uh, stats. I've got mine over here. A, uh, an import beer. From, from Augusta, still only costs $5. Domestic, same cost. They're served in those green cups. Gentleman probably spent around a buck ten to be absolutely gonzoed out of his mind today yeah. on the grounds. And could you bliss, ask for a better Augusta. Get blitz for Augusta. Cheers. And the beauty of it, now, now here's the kicker though. Was this smart by him to be by Tiger or not? No cell phones. So you can't, he can't like, you know, put his picture on social media. So the wife or the girlfriend or something can see him out there all blitzed off his mind, but he went and get right behind Tiger. So he's on every news outlet, probably in America tonight. If you've got a ticket to, to Augusta, I feel like you can get away with, with almost <laughs> anything out there with your significant other. I, there's a, there's a Monday after not the famous John Daly Monday after, uh, but Augusta's Monday after they bring out the, the press. Uh, you can get selected as a member of the press to go out. And there's many stories of, of people in the press having to call their wives and say, honey, it's one more day. <laughs> yeah. We'll be home for a whole another day. And again, all forgiven because you're, you're on Augusta grounds and you're playing. Speaking of the hot mics, somebody posted on Twitter that they know Tiger's back when he's telling his ball to fuck off on a hot mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, over, the, the one thing that makes me a little bit worried about tiger is that he's got a couple times he got double crossed and when he's dialed in he's hitting that little squeeze cutter 
and it's not straying too far away from his, his, his line. And even that swing on one today, it was kind of a little bit of a, a timid, not quite sure guided out there kind of a swing. So I'd like to see tomorrow if, um, if he can kind of get back to hitting that little um, consistent cut and just kind of letting the club loose and not having to kind of not sure where it's going kind of a swing. Um, I think we're in for a, for a, quite a weekend. 18, 18 was way left. Like left, like into the middle of the trees. But you know, what, you know I think 14 was even worse because that was like a drop kick. Like that yeah. was like a ground first, you know. And so that kind of tells me that there's something a little bit off with this timing. But if he gets just kind of got that cutter going again, like he did in 2019, where you basically could tell that, you know, he's picking up his tee right away. He's got that club twirl going. I think then then we're then we're in the driver's seat, baby, and we're um, kicking her down a notch. I thought a couple, couple of those go ahead, Tim. couple of those shots coming out of uh, out of the pine straw, a couple of those saves. Uh, he had some real speed coming out. It was definitely a, a club he had to put something extra into. So he's got the he's got the speed oh, yeah. still. 14, 14 in the woods was the vintage tiger swing the leg around, give it a rip to get up over the trees. That was full go there. Um, I thought the big some of the big shots, and I watched most of it. Um, I thought the putt on one to start. You know, he, he, he got it up there to like eight feet and it was dead center. There was no doubt that was going in. And then I think when you ever, you kind of watched him and he kind of plodded around, but then when he got the six and that pin was filthy up there, they were, did you see Olafabel four putts from, from down below? I did not, but I saw Siwoo had a 20 foot birdie putt and then a 55 foot par putt. Yes. It was filthy up on the knob and Tiger gets up there and just laces us to just a, the shot tracer was just oh, sexy, just sexy, that got me, right? That got it. me going. That got me going. I'm not gonna lie. I thought yeah. it was going in. Yeah. Um, one other thing I just want to I I don't know. I think his putter looks in total control. Like it just I you know, sometimes you get that feel how oh, Tiger gets a little yippy or you might not have the cut. I just felt like anytime he was in, you know, under, inside 10 feet that it was gonna go in. He just felt his hands just looked nice, his tempo was was perfect. That putt on 16 was the other thing that got me just, you know, a little mini fist bump in there. So if that putter can stay hot too, and he can have the confidence to, to save, you know, and not have to stress about getting it, you know, so tight all the time. I think that's another sign that, uh, that he's back. Yeah. And I want to know, I want to know what the Tiger Woods household is like, because he, he came out again with what the monster bag this year. Yeah. That place has to be stocked to the, the actual brim with monster energy drinks. I mean, is, is Charlie just going off the walls on the know. friends are coming over. No one sleeps during, during sleepovers. Everyone's up all night, just hitting monster energy drinks from, from morning till, till dusk. And the thing is with tiger, if he hangs around, you know, if he's hanging around, you know, Sunday, maybe not all of them, but some of those guys will see him on and they'll fold. They'll just fold right up. Yeah. And without him playing, I mean, it's just incredible. Like he hasn't had the tournament feels, you know, I know it's tiger, but even he's human. I mean, everybody after not, I, heck, I haven't taught for a, a week and a couple of days and it's like getting back into teaching, even missing that little bit, you know, you feel like you're kind of back off your rhythm. And so a guy that hasn't played golf that long, just to go and compete like that. I don't care where he's playing or how long, I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. It's crazy. We'll see what happens tomorrow, I suppose. Uh, moving on, let's talk a little bit about uh, outfits. What do you guys think? Let's try right. outfits. Tim, Tim, I got to go off on my guy again today. Adam Scott, what the fuck? 
what is he doing? He had like, I'm sure everybody out there saw this. It was like, I think it was something like they went to Home Depot and they said, let's find one of these paint swabs with like four different colors of khaki on it. Let's make a suit, an outfit out of this because it was all different shades of khaki. Like, what is he doing? I don't get it. They must pay him a lot of money to wear that shit. I don't know. Craziness. I think he's doing it on purpose. I think it's actually, a, a, yeah, he's he's basically at this point messing with us all. I mean, there's just no way he can actually put that on and go and hit, play golf. And he had the, I mean, he's got the, the four sweaters in a row. That that told me that he's he's yeah he's he's in our heads. Here's the he thing the, too, Uniqlo, that Uniqlo company, Japanese Japanese clothing company, I believe. Uh, they don't even have a lot of that line available to the public they had it for a brief time where you could buy adam scott clothing line and it was generally pretty nice uh it's it's since gone away that i know of i haven't been able to find it of of late um so it's got to be all custom stuff from their line so he My he God. has to be picking some of this he's so picking bad. these excellent well, that's, why one, that's why he has one sweater left then he's got <laughs> <laughs> he's the last the, one and the <laughs> other the last sweater and the other thing is he puts it the long wand so and he's got the giant white grips on it so it made it look you know like the pants you could have maybe got away with looking somewhat white but they were definitely like stone so then the grip makes it look clearly it's not white so this is this whole outfit is a different color of freaking khaki every layer is a different color it's so bad Maybe not. Maybe not Victor Hovland uh, tracksuit bad, but it was bad. Azalea, the Azalea pants. Let's talk about those. I don't mind the color. I just the stripe on it really just threw me off. It just looked like he was a track coach, you know, or something. I that stripe was just I couldn't stop looking at it. With Ian Poulter gone, someone had to bring the European flair back. Yeah. So I guess he, he felt like one. it was so. It was the. Um, God, the Steph Curry line of Under Armour pants have that line on it too. They've got a set of joggers. So maybe they're they're trying to bring it back. RLX has a pair. So it's out there. It's just no one else is really, really wearing them yet. I don't know. My fiance liked it. I was sitting there watching when I got home. Tonight. I was like, look at these pants. She's like, I like those pants. I was like, oh my God. Sure. <laughs> at least he at least he didn't monochrome it because that would have been bright. Very any, bright. Any outfits that you guys thought were sick? I mean, pretty, pretty good. I guess I didn't. I didn't jot it. I think the ones that were bad are the ones that caught my eye. Anybody think that hey, this guy looked pretty sharp today? Oh, huge, huge win for us, uh, Jeff. Adidas now on the uh, Morikawa line is coming out with blade collars. I don't know if you saw. Oh boy, has a has a blade collar out. Oh boy, and this was just for my day at 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 work. Uh, I'm going to Oregon on Saturday and wanted another pair of, of joggers. There's a, a company called Primo Golf that has joggers for uh, a steal at $90 and half price of what Grayson is currently charging. So if anyone is looking for, for joggers and a, a blade polo combo, uh, I can steer you in the right direction. That's a Utah company, right? Correct. Primo? What's that? That's a Utah company, I believe out of Utah. Yeah, I'm not sure if they have it at Shields and there's only one Shields in town here in Minneapolis. <laughs> I saw my guy, my guy, Patrick Kelly didn't look, didn't look terrible today. Wait till he gets all black on and everybody else is screwed. He's ready to, he's ready to roll then. Hideki looked okay. I mean, these guys, you know, Rory went magenta. I mean, you know, Billy Horschel, of course, looked like oh. he's, you know. And whatever. you know who looked awful? Finau shirt. What the hell? What is Nike every year has like one or two players that wear just the most atrocious things at Augusta. I don't get it. 
He's a guinea pig. They got to have a couple of guinea pigs. I'm shocked. So uh, Bad Birdie has a bunch of stuff out, Masters related. Azaleas, uh, green and yellow. I, I'm just surprised that no one that I've seen on, on tour has hopped on that brand yet. Um, yeah. Because there's there rumors for a while that Patrick Reed had to go out and individually buy his clothes because no one had sponsored him. So you'd think someone would go out there. Except, and, the choker, the, except some choker company sponsored him. Oh, bring that, bring that back. <laughs> he could easily win this competition. <laughs> Well, let's look at the leaderboard a little bit. Um, start at the top and work our way down a little bit. Your cam. Well, what's what about our picks there, Mike? That kind of we can kind of segue yeah. from our picks into the leaderboard. Here's what we got day one. Uh, Jeff's picks are both two over at T43, Rom and Horschel. Tim's got the low man with Cam, who, by the way, bookended this round with double bogeys. Uh, he's in second at four under, T second, I think. And then you got Max Homa, who's also at T43 at two over. And I got Patrick Cantley, T7 at two under, and Matt Fitzpatrick, T10 at one under. So I am leading for total places after day one. Lots of golf left. Lots yeah. of golf left. Um, speaking of Cam Smith, I know that he started with a double and he ended with a double, but the 16 holes in between, I mean, the guy is just unbelievable still. I, I, I mean – I, I every time I see him hit a shot, I feel like it's going to be right next to the flag. I feel like he's going to get up, up and down every time. I feel like he's going to make every 10 foot putt ever. So, I mean, the guy is just unreal right now. Yeah, he's nails. You feel pretty confident there, Tim, that he's going to take it to the house. I, he did everything that I really expected him to do and continue to expect him to do throughout this. I don't know what happened over the course of the last few years if he sold his soul. For, for something, but goodness, he's getting a great deal out of this this huge success he's seen. You know, I, I don't think he's ever a super clean golfer. Like, he makes bogeys. He just makes a shitload of birdies, too, and stuff. Um, but, yeah, speaking of speaking of golfers today, we got to talk about Matt Wolf. <laughs> Breaking are, the club? There's There were, as far as I could tell, for pros, two guys didn't break 80. Matt Wolf shot 81, and Sandy Lyle shot 82 with suspenders on. He's playing in suspenders, and Matt Wolf only beat him by one. There's some demons right now with Matt Wolf. Um, he not only snapped his club, he also putted out of the bunker today. <laughs> that tells you how confident he is. Wait, maybe they should switch. Maybe he should put suspenders on if he's putting out of bunkers. And I don't know, like, I really enjoyed watching him when he was at Oklahoma State. There was something, I love the hitch that he had. I felt like he was a fun personality, but ever since he's been on the, you know, on the, on the PGA Tour, I feel like he's gotten kind of whiny. He's got such high expectations, and I know that he took some mental break. There's got to be some more mentally going on because he cannot figure it out. I mean, he had the little mini run at the U.S. Open last year. He, was, he played out of nowhere well, and I think that must be why How – I'm trying to think of how he's even currently playing in the Masters. I mean, he, he top five at a major. Was it the U.S. Open that he top five in that? Maybe. Actually, he, because he has not done anything in the last, you know, since – well, basically since he won at TPC. Maybe he's pissy because Spieth is trying to steal his move there with the warm up with the warm up thing. Oh my god! Right. Oh, that is it, it, Spieth's just trying to be like a, a normal everyday amateur and come over the top. <laughs> Why is he rehearsing coming over the top? I don't. I, I don't think. Re- I think he's shallowing out on the bottom so much. He always hits that that hook 
when he has this miss, it's always that it's always that hook. So I think he's trying to get rid of a hook tendency by coming over the top. I mean, I'm a speed truther. I love the guy, truther. I love the guy. I I think he's got a lot of magic in him. I think he's got that kind of it factor. But man, is he stressful to watch? I feel like every time he hits a a putt or a chip or a you know off the tee, it's just so stressful. He just can't like have that smooth round. It's just chaos all the time. Um, which kind of maybe is one of the reasons why people enjoy following him. But that move is God. He's got to stop that. Oh, being it's, Michael it's, Greller, it looks so bad. His caddy takes the brunt of a lot of that stuff. He's he's, he's like a, he's one of those blamers, like blame the caddy guy. Got a mud ball on thirteen today. You guys saw that? Yeah, of course. And mud I think the ball. wind the wind hit it pretty hard on fifteen. Yeah, the wind got him on fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just came up to twenty all of a sudden. The, yeah. wind, didn't, the wind didn't get him. Michael Greller got him. Michael misclubbed him. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he, I want to say he had the driving iron and the hybrid in hand and he went to the hybrid. So I I would hate to have seen if he went to the the driving (laughs) iron, what would have happened. But yeah, he, that one, that part of him is not part that I enjoy. I don't like the constant uh, blaming or, you know, whatever, Michael, this or that, but, but yeah, um, the guy's definitely got to scrape out. Uh, He's too over right now. and He's got to figure something out for tomorrow. You know, is is uh, is Chris uh, Vermin doing his his audio again? His rap this year. I got I got to look him up. Oh, please do. It's all over Twitter though. Is it? Is I haven't seen it this year yet though. It is Is absolutely hilarious. Did he do it this year? He's yelling at his caddy. Nice. Did he do it this year? I I can send you the link. Uh, No, no, did he? I'm just. I have no idea. I know he did last year. Is he? Is he? Has he done one this year already? Did Chris nope, Vernon? Nothing, nothing, okay, nothing yet. Okay. Because if he had, I would love to see it because I, I had a great time watching the last time. <laughs> no, this is eight hours ago, so I okay. don't see anything updated yet. Just give him one more round. He'll, he'll do enough bitching to have a whole new song out. So, um, Sanjay leading. Seems like he was pretty much in cruise control most of the day. A uh, couple of bogeys. But the, I think the names to watch, in my opinion, the guys that seem to be pretty much in – Cruise control. You, I mean, Scotty Scheffler continues to just be lights out. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's Ted. It's Ted, baby. <laughs> he just, <laughs> he's, like you said, like you, you've talked about. It, he's a golfer. He doesn't. He's not a technical guy. He just, he's a golfer, and he swings his ball. You know, swings his club, hits his ball, and goes and finds it, and just happens Hell to be really good at it. Update: Chris Berman is out. As of two eighteen PM with the uh, twenty twenty two Masters okay. wrap. All right, we're gonna have to watch that. I can't wait to listen to that full blast in the car. <laughs> All right, old guys, what do we think of the old men that uh, that continue to play the game? Where are well, we at? You got some some there, Mike? Props up to props to Larry Mize, who's you know seventy eight years old, but he he only lost to Justin Thomas and Usti by one shot today. He shot seventy seven. I'm really disappointed in Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, who I think I'm not hundred percent sure on this, but I thought I saw somewhere. I think the seventy six is like his highest score of the year for eight, eighteen holes. Um, that's I didn't see that coming at all. And Ustazen always plays well at Augusta. Um, so they're hurt. And Larry Mize just scraped it around for 77, though. Freddie Couples, 75. He's always good there, too, though. 
they talked a little bit about the the change in press interaction and player interaction post Tiger era in in one of the things I was listening to earlier. Um, and a lot of those guys pre Tiger were a lot more social in front of both a microphone and to their fellow playing partner. So I think some of those old guys actually impart a lot of course knowledge on the younger guys that want to ask. Sure. Uh, John Rahm famously in the interview uh, yesterday said he's, he's asked, he's attempted to ask Tiger multiple times about, you know, stuff around the course and Tiger has, has just gone cold shoulder on him. So he gives it all the JT. It's really helping JT. all the JT. Yep. But I feel like <laughs> someone like Freddie couples or, or Larry Mize, if you can get in with, especially a practice round with those guys, uh, they're, they're going to hand off a, just a wealth of course knowledge that you, you might have to play the course 10, 12 times to get otherwise. This yeah. is a total assumption by me going back to Justin Thomas. I have this, just this feeling when I, when I watch him that he wants to win Augusta so bad, almost like over the top bad that he puts a ton of pressure on himself. Cause it feels like, you know, especially this year, he's one of the favorites. He's been playing super well. Um, you know, he's got bones on the bag. There's a lot of, he's, you know, he's overall had, doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. Putters heating up, was heating up a little bit, but I just feel like I can just sense when he's playing rounds of tiger, he wants one of those green jackets so bad. His buddy Spieth has one, you know, it's, it might be one of those situations where it kind of turns, hopefully it doesn't really turn into a Rory situation where it's, you know, do you wonder if he's ever going to get one? Cause I know he's super talented, but I just feel like he's going to put a lot of pressure on himself. I just, I just get that sense with him on this particular tournament. Speaking of friends there, I might have a solution for JT here. Bowens could get back up in the booth. Smiley coffins looking for work. You put smiley, <laughs> put smiley, on the, put smiley on the bag, put smiley on the bag and loosen up a little bit. JT. I thought it was going to be a couple $5 domestic beers would help. That would do it too. Smiley will sneak, smiley smiley will. He's, he's got the bush lighter ever he's got. No, oh, he's got the natural ice. Oh, yeah. Natural ice. Many ice in the bag, and he's going to pull a few of those out. Oh, yeah. And JT <laughs> loosen up. It is absolutely criminal, though, that you and I pay more for a, a domestic beer at a muni course here in, in Minnesota <laughs> than it costs to get a beer at Augusta National. Yeah. Yeah. Criminal. Criminal. The only, other, the only other player thing, well, I'll speak on Bryson here in a second, but the only other player thing I, I had. I was pretty stoked at, at, through about 12 holes when Rory was one under and playing pretty steady. And then the same old, same old happened. He just, you know, it's like almost like the opposite of Tiger. Tiger's making those five, six footers for par, grinding in. And, and he just can't, Rory just can't. He can't seem to quite put it together there. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of the situation of, of majors lately with him. It's just cannot get off to a good start. And you feel like, you know, he's the king of the back, you know, the backdoor top tens. He just finds a way to make the cut basically on the cut line, plays, you know, okay on Saturday and then shoots like a 66 on Sunday and then top tens, you know. But he, I don't know. I think it's another mental thing with these guys. These guys are very good golfers, but that mental piece is something that, all these guys have to find a way to overcome and the, the strongest survive. And the longer it takes for him to, to get back into contention, the, you know, the more it's going to be tougher for him to close. So I don't know. I, I don't know if, if there's much hope for Rory at Augusta. They, uh, they need to take a, a page out of M's bag then. I mean that he played almost every tournament 
for what almost two years straight never almost never missed a thing didn't even really have a residence just moved hotel to hotel and continued to show up and then i'd I'd love the storyline this year where we actually have a couple personalities that were around at the top for the 2020 justin johnson cam smith sanjay m and they're back again and they're they're playing these people up and it's it's a level of theater that we haven't necessarily had in some of the other broadcasts of late. So that, I think that's really fun to see along with all the tiger stuff. I mean, that's a given, but when, if tiger tiger, hopefully makes it the weekend, we still have this other, um, this other point of, of interest amidst everyone that they'll, they'll keep dragging through the weekend, hopefully. So top 44, make the cut. What do you think the cut line will be tomorrow? Supposed to play a lot more difficult. The wind is supposed to kick up more. I think, you know, my bat, my bottom guys that teed off really late, those two guys, Rom and Horschel, my, my two guys, I think they could make a little run in the morning. So I think that's when you're going to be able to get the golf course. It'll be say, what do you think it's going to be? Well, right now, two over is T43 and it's going to be harder. Maybe a four over somewhere there, maybe. Okay. Three, four over is probably a pretty good guess. Probably right in there. If it's going to play harder. I think it was so wet today that no one got any roll and the course just played long. So if it can dry it drying out, will play a big part, but I could see it at plus one. Okay. That would, that would yeah, maybe I have to go lower than what's at now. It's yeah. Possible. Well, as we kind of wrap anything else that we want to, I got one. Final on, oh, are you going to talk about touching Bryson? One fine. If anybody from the master's uh, committee chairman, the chairman or anybody is listening, I have a new plan for the Augusta tee times. Bryson goes last. They just go last. And if they can't finish, because it gets dark, you just, they got to say, fuck it. You're out of the tournament because they put Bryson's group in front of tiger. And did you watch all that Tim today? I, I watched almost every shot. They're waiting on every single hole for Bryson. Just speed up. My God. Tiger had to be pissed. I bet you Tiger was sitting there like, what? come on, man. Holy cow. That's all it, it did was wait. Should just should just hit into him, just like yeah. at the local Muni. Just send a little warning shot. It was bad. I mean, Rom, Rom said a warning shot right at number 12 T. Yeah. Was, <laughs> a little bit on accident that was bad he's trying to take out dj yeah, yeah take out literally take out the competition that's right well boys i think uh you know it's sad that we're already one round in the masters it's such a and you know you anticipate it so much that it's sad when one day is even over we got three more days to enjoy but It'll be interesting to see tomorrow. I think uh, if we can get Tiger back in the clubhouse still and stay in red figures, I think that would be a big win for him. Get him in the cryo chamber for Friday night and ready to roll. Seriously, I want to see what all the the PT and and hot tub, they talked about Ben Hogan having to hit the hot tub morning, noon, and night after his accident. So I'm I'm curious to see what they have now for modern medicine and Tiger. Yeah, well, we'll be back. We'll be back recording tomorrow night and we'll, we'll have some more valuable insight, I'm sure. Yep. Yep. We'll be back for another episode. We're actually going to try to do a, a wrap up each one. And then Sunday will be our kind of a little bit wrap up uh, the masters as well as talk a little bit about our championship um, final four of our Minnesota public golf course. Thanks. So with that being said, gentlemen, um, we'll talk to you later on. What is uh what do they say on the masters on the tee box before they tee off? What is it? 
I don't even four, know. Please. Four, uh, please. Yep. Four, yep. please. Till tomorrow. Have fun, everybody at home. Right, when, you're right. skipping, when you're skipping work, watching golf. <laughs> All right. Next time. See you guys. Maybe today's the day I break 80. Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading. No OB and no bogeys. I gotta keep it on the 80. It's the gold dream. Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby. Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings. Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy. So punch out the rough and tune to break 80. Break 80.